Hello and welcome to this month's podcast from Halepule Ayurveda and Yoga. This is Myra. I recently came back from some work with a client in Hong Kong. And my experience got me thinking a lot about acceptance. My client was a great host and he wanted to take good care of me. But he and his staff couldn't understand that I wanted to eat dinner early because I go to bed early and I get up early. So dinner started at seven, which was late for me, but I thought, okay, I can do this. And then it went until nine, which is usually when I go to bed. So even though the schedule was not typical for me, the chef was making special vegetarian items for me, and they wanted to prepare a number of courses to please me, even though I would have been happy with one course. From their perspective, they were offering me a great service. So I accepted what was happening and I smiled to myself as each course was presented to me through the night and I enjoyed the meal. Had I been in resistance to what was happening, I would have missed the gift they were giving me. I would not have been able to enjoy the food and digest it well. I spent a week of releasing resistance to this kind of a schedule and finding acceptance and gratitude for the situation. And actually, it was quite healing for me, and I came through it well. Acceptance is a powerful practice. And I see this every time we lead a yoga teacher training. The four weeks that our students spend with us are life-changing for them and for us. For those who meet the changes with resistance, meaning They're not admitting that it's time to let go of some of their past habits and past ways of thinking. The process can be quite difficult, something like being dragged by a large dog. But the students who are open and accepting find ease and they blossom in the process, and it's really remarkable to watch. We often think of acceptance as the act of approval. For example, in business, We may accept an agreement, or we might accept a gift from a friend. But let's talk about an additional meaning. Consider the definition of acceptance as the act of simply acknowledging what is. In this case, it doesn't imply approval, merely observing what is happening in this moment. It doesn't mean that you agree with what's happening, only that you've acknowledged that something is happening. Acceptance and satya, or honesty, are closely linked. Satya is one of the yamas of classical yoga, and it's often thought of as uh, not lying. But our honesty really comes from the inside to the outside. Many people who think they're honest will still deny something that's right in front of them. They can be presented with a situation and say, oh, that's not how this should be. And so then they go into denial that it's actually that way. And then they make life decisions based on this blindness to what's actually happening or based on a fantasy from the past or from the future. And this doesn't usually lead to positive results. Our modern culture doesn't seem to value honesty. We're told by advertisers in the media and large corporations that we need to be something other than what we are. 
Very few leaders tell us to look inside and value the honest guidance of our higher self. So it's no surprise that self-honesty is a trait that many people have to learn when they begin to practice yoga and Ayurveda. It reminds me of a time when I was in the corporate world many years back. I managed a woman who was always making mistakes, and she seemed to have great difficulty with the work. For two years, I tried to get her to be more conscious, to do a better job for the company and for herself. But eventually, I came to see that by trying to push her to succeed in a role, she clearly wasn't fitting into. I wasn't doing a very good job myself. I was just starting to learn yoga then, and I worked with the tools I was learning to come to accept my employee's starting point. Eventually, I was able to make changes that allowed her to feel more confident in her abilities. It gave her the space to grow in her job. Her work was better, and I had more peace. Self-honesty is difficult when we're rushing through life. And that's why meditation is such an important part of yoga. When you make time for daily meditation, ideally in the morning before you begin your day, it will support you to grow closer to your higher self and the truth that's there. I hear people say all the time that they don't know how to fit meditation into their day, that they don't have time. But let's be honest here. What if you went to bed five minutes earlier and got up five minutes earlier It's good to ask yourself, why are you jamming your day so full? And what are you doing with it? It does require a decision to do something that's important to support your outside activities by supporting yourself on the inside. And often you can stop doing some habit that doesn't serve any purpose at all other than a distraction in your life. So, Commit to starting with five minutes and make that a regular part of your day, just like brushing your teeth. You'll probably find that the reward for the time that you spend sitting in meditation, sitting with your higher self, is much more important than a lot of other activities. Meditation helps us to live in the present moment just by sitting and focusing on our breath or a mantra or a prayer We can experience what it means to be in life. When we're out in the future or back in the past, we miss what's right in front of us. Everything is clouded by our impressions or samskara from the past. It's similar to driving a car in the rain with no windshield wipers. You can't really be sure what's in front of you. When you aren't seeing this present moment clearly, then often, You're in resistance. Sometimes we can be genuinely ignorant. There's not knowing or no understanding. And that's what's behind our actions. But often it's a lack of acceptance. I don't want to see it. And it creates a tremendous weight in life. Energetically, resistance reduces the flow of prana in your body and your mind. And as energy is stuck, the negative patterns will repeat themselves. In other words, what we resist persists. We've all experienced situations where something keeps appearing again and again in our lives. Somewhere there's a lack of acceptance of what's right in front of us. 
Sometimes we just can't hear things clearly. When you come to terms with what is, then you can make a good decision to take action and shift what needs to change. Accepting our starting point. As you work on acceptance, be sure to move into it softly. Sometimes people go in two directions with acceptance. They either become self-critical or too permissive. In other words, the pendulum swings in the extremes. And really what we're talking about is in the middle. So those extremes aren't really acceptance. It's just making some rules. Judgment, whether it's directed inward or outward, will create resistance. And being aware of something that needs to change and then not taking action, it'll move us toward tamas, which is inertia, and we get really stuck. If you find yourself in these traps, you can step back and observe what's happening inside so that you can see your solutions. Your mind will often tell you lies and lead you in poor directions because, uh, because our lower ego has the desire to feel right. And this results in suffering. Our ego likes to feel right, even if it creates more suffering in the process. Satya, honesty, and the acceptance that leads us to satya softens the ego. So when you feel a release in the mind and body, you know you're headed in the right direction. Yoga practices can take us toward a state of unity or what is true yoga, that unity of body, mind, and our spirit. In order to experience that unity, we need to cultivate satya and acceptance every day. And like any skill, we need to be willing to practice in order to gain mastery. Begin by being honest with yourself about your starting point. And this applies to anything that you do, except where you are, whether it's being in a brand new job, practicing a new yoga asana, or uh, cooking a meal using some spices that are new to you. Ask for help when you need it. And look for different points of view. Another person's perspective can open up your mind. Continue to expand your relationship with Satya by looking for your part in every situation you find yourself. It requires a degree of what's called vairagya, or non-attachment. Whether you did something well or acted in a way that really wasn't your best, If you see your part in it, then you can let go of the outcome. Remember that everything is forgivable when you navigate life from a place of acceptance. There's really no need to be in fear when you're facing what is, because then there's openness for the possibility of solution. And there's always a solution. I'll close this month's episode by leading you through a short meditation where I'll guide you to release resistance and learn to trust your higher self. If you haven't experienced the tools of our intuitive energy practice, which I'll be using in this meditation, I encourage you to visit our website, hollypule.com, 
where you can download a free audio of the basic tools so you can continue the practice. We also offer healings long distance to help you move energy over the phone or online. Let's begin the meditation. Close your eyes, have your spine upright. You can do this laying down, but not going to sleep. Bring your attention into the center of the head, and you find the center of the head by drawing a line between the eyebrows straight back and the tops of the ears straight across, and where those two lines cross. Keep your attention there. This is your place. This is your place for even-mindedness and neutrality. With your attention at the center of the head, create a grounding cord, an energetic cord from the base of the spine to the center of the planet. Hook it into the center of the planet and turn it on release. Just imagine a light switch and flip it on and be in the mode of letting go. From near the center of the planet, bring earth energy up through the bottoms of your feet, through the knees, the hips, and down your grounding cord, creating a connection with the earth. And then reach way out into the cosmos and bring bright, sparkling cosmic energy in through the top of the head, down the backside of the spine to the base of the spine, picking up about 10% earth energy and bringing this mixture of cosmic and earth energy back up the front side of the spine and let it pour out through the top of the head, filling up your aura. Don't worry if you don't see things. You're just imagining it. When you imagine, you direct your energy. Now, with your attention at the center of the head, imagine a chakra person out in front of you. An image that looks just like your body. And it has these seven main chakras from the base of your spine to the top of your head. And I'd like you just to imagine out on this chakra person in front of you a little white lights that light up everywhere you have images or pictures or memories from the past that keep you in resistance to good things in your life. And just allow those little white lights to light up And then create a rose and use that rose to collect up all those little white lights and put the rose out in front of you at arm's length and destroy the rose. And you destroy the rose by tossing a little bomb at it or lighting a match and dissolving it. But you need to make sure that you disperse the energy completely. So we're just clearing the charge off of those impressions and memories so that they can truly become part of the past instead of being part of our present. And now have little white lights light up on that chakra person everywhere there are pictures or images and memories where you feel like you have to control the outcome of your actions that you have to control how other people feel, that you have to control what happens next. And then create another nice big rose and use that rose to collect up all those little white lights 
representing those pictures or memories or images with charge. And then put the rose out in front of you and destroy the rose. And now allow little white lights to light up on that chakra person everywhere you have resistance to something that's present in your life. Maybe it's a particular relationship. Maybe it's a particular action or something that's required of you. And then go ahead and create another rose and use that rose to collect up those little white lights. Releasing resistance. And then put the rose out in front of you and destroy the rose. And now allow little white lights to light up everywhere there are pictures with charge or memories or habits of thinking that you have to be in resistance to the unknown. And then create a rose and use that rose to collect up all those little white lights. And then put the rose out in front of you and destroy the rose. One more. Allow little white lights to light up on that chakra person everywhere there are pictures with charge and memories and habits of thinking to be in resistance to change. To have a lack of acceptance around change. Maybe it's a particular topic. Maybe it's just a particular area of your life. Maybe it's your whole life. See if you can let it go. If you collect all those little white lights up, blow that up completely, you can release that charge. You can pull it back if you want to. But you can just let it go and let that be a change. Let it be a shift. And now go ahead and destroy that chakra person. And be aware of your attention at the center of the head. Be aware of your grounding cord and your earth and cosmic energy running. This is you owning your space when you run your energy. And now create a gold sun over your head. And we'll use this gold sun to replenish. We've let go of things. There's space created. Let's fill it up. In that gold sun, put the energy of trusting your higher self. Put the energy of courage and determination. Self-love and love of the divine. And anything else you'd like to put in there. Pop a hole in the gold sun and allow bright gold, high vibration energy to pour in. And let it fill up all of your physical body. Let it fill your grounding cord and fill your aura. Set your aura evenly around the body, about 18 inches or half a meter on all sides. And when you're ready, you can open the eyes slowly 
Let's learn to practice acceptance. Thanks for listening. As a reminder, we offer trainings and consultations that can guide you along your journey to health. If you're ready to take the next step, visit hollypulley.com. That's H-A-L-E-P-U-L-E.com. For daily inspiration and to learn more about what we do, follow us on Instagram and Facebook. In Ayurveda, we understand that we each have a unique constitution. Halipule's tridoshic approach is ideal for families and supports multiple constitutions. You can cultivate sattva in cooking, knowing that you're making meals that support everyone's constitution. Subtle adjustments may be required, but it doesn't need to be a stress point. To learn our tridoshic approach to create nourishing meals, Join simple Ayurvedic cooking with Halepule. The recipes are easy, delicious, and will leave you feeling energized. And the link to join is in our show notes.